on this week's episode of Today I Would Like to Share Mysterious Ocean Sounds. What does a dinosaur skull, a pygmy head, two European castles, and $150 million have in common? A game I like to call High Stakes Hollywood Part 2. Hello and welcome to Today I Would Like to Share, where we take some time out of our busy lives to share things important to us. My name is Kyle, and with me today, he recently became a superhero by connecting with the Slow Force, causing him to move at incredibly slow speeds. He is late to every encounter, which is why you've never seen him in the movies. Jordan. All right. And he has finally hit level 36. Hey, guys, you ready to start recording? Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Ooh, man, I think you're just a little bit late. Anyway, why don't you send the sound lines for a second? And he has finally hit level 36 and has evolved to his final form, Andrew. Hey, this is my final form. I know you guys were (laughs) expecting something much more impressive than this, but here we are. It's like oh, a uh, we tangler. started recording. Got it. Oh, oh man, this is this is gonna be a hard one. You're gonna really have to remove yourself from this speed force. <laughs> slow force, slow force. We don't want to get we don't want to get a. I meant here, all right. I meant the speed force. <laughs> if I say it funny, it doesn't count. How's everyone okay. doing? Uh. <laughs> Okay, so you're uh, you're in a dark cavern, and a goblin jumps out at you. What do you do? Uh, uh, you know, I've, I'm going to take a second to see if he's wearing a hat or not. That's probably, honestly, the first thing I would do. Uh, two hats. He's got one on each horn. Okay. If he's wearing two hats, then I immediately do a mating dance, because that guy can afford <laughs> more hats than I can. <laughs> That's your wow. sugar goblin. Yep, exactly. I do like a somersault handstand kick on both of his horns and kick Ooh. both the hats to Andrew. Nice. Oh, if I have the hats, I don't need the mating dance anymore. Haha, um. <laughs> 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 it is I who have the hats now. He was he was super confused at why I was moving super slow, so he just didn't even bother. And then eventually <laughs> I got to him. <laughs> nice, nice. Anyway, how you guys doing? Not bad. Yeah, I'm cool. doing well. Cool. It's been a while. Uh, so yeah, it's been like what, like half a year since we've done one of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back in the swing of it, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, it also took us a while to upload our last episode. So if you're in That's the true. feed, these might seem like they're closer <laughs> together than they really are. <laughs> yeah, that was really recorded. What last October, September, maybe. Yeah, I think it was October. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was because that was, uh, we did like a Dr. Zombie type of thing for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, spooky episode. One of them. Yeah. Semi-spooky. Semi-spooky. Well, anyways, this (laughs) is our uh, recovery episode. Yeah, this is where we just woke up after a hangover and getting back on the swing of things. We've officially survived a year of the pandemic. Yes, yeah. So we can come out of our caves and and do a recording for everyone. Uh, I lost a job due to my store shutting down, and now I have another job. The circle of life. The circle (laughs) of life. (laughs) But we are pretty happy for you. Big big old congrats. 
I'm just, I guess I'm just happy to start working again. It was really nice to have time off until like it came to the end of like unemployment benefits. It's like, oh shit, I got a, a fucking job. Yeah. It's nice I to have the time. Sometime... Oh, go ahead. So, I imagine sometimes it's kind of like, man, I need to get out of the house. This is kind of boring. Uh, nope. I'm a goblin. <laughs> yeah, I was so, yeah say, uh, me too. So I, I can get that. I had two hats until these assholes came and stole them from me. <laughs> Did you like my dance, though? It was a great dance. <laughs> I was very aroused for the second that it was going on. Good. Good. Yeah. I distracted him just enough so I could swoop in. Hey, that was not my intention, just so you know. It was a genuine mating dance. Those hats were impressive. Um, yeah. But, Thank you know, you. I'm not going to not take the opportunity to just take the hats if it's Jordan's true. going for the move, so true yeah absolutely i understand but i'm still disappointed yeah man (laughs) this this stupid conversation makes me want to play like uh monday night cruising or something yeah (laughs) i've been rolling around ideas on what to do for that (laughs) yeah anyway let's uh before we start talking about uh ttrpg let's uh, (laughs) let's get into the swing of things here yeah that's a rabbit hole all right today i would like to share mysterious ocean sounds Ooh! so oh god i have put into discord for the two of you three sounds and we're gonna start with the first one the bloop so these are all sounds that got caught on i think it's called like n-o-a-a something like that it's a underground list yeah noah uh so yeah the first one is the blob which Why don't we go ahead and play it now? Whoa. So it's just a big old bloop. It's basically what it is. Um, So, yeah, uh, this, like I said, this was picked up by Noah. It's underwater uh, listening facility. Um, and it happened. Ooh, where'd my page go? There it is. So yeah, um, the bloop happened in 1997. Picked up here's ah here's the acronym: National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Um, this audio clip is actually sped up 16 times because apparently it's just super slow. But this sound uh, was caused by what people first thought was a uh, underground or underwater monster, because that's what all sounds on the ocean are to some of us. Um, but was later uh, theorized to be a uh, a sound caused by ice breaking off of the South Pole and scraping along the bottom of the ocean isn't it like incredibly loud i think i've heard of this sound before yes and that's why it's such a mystery is like how exactly loud it's it's like well over the amount of noise any creature can make um which is why it caught the attention of the researchers and um and conspiracy theorists because the blob um is it, it the most likely place it happened was Cape Adairi, which is in Antarctica, 
you know, around a lot of ice, which is why this sound is made to think, or why they think that this sound was made by ice. Mm -hmm. Um, But it happened again in 1999, but the sound was a little different this time. And again, this sound is sped up. The original, like the, the original lasted for two minutes, 43 seconds. Um, but it's sped up to, you know, just a couple seconds. So why don't we go ahead and listen to the second one. This one's called Julia. So this one's way weirder, and it, it like it's sped up. It sounds like, like it's like something calling out in pain. To be honest, and if you if you listen to the original sound, it is so creepy. If you listen to like the full like two minute one, it's like it, it sounds like something is just crying out in agony for a very long time. Um, but sped up, it also kind of sounds like you know when you're a kid in school. And you're sitting at those desks that are, are a chair with a desk attached to it. And like you put your hand on the desk and slide it backwards and it kind of makes that fart sound. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds like that. <laughs> it is a weird noise. noise. I can I could understand why they're like thinking ice though. Like ice mm. makes some really, really weird noises. Yeah. 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 Uh the thing about Julia though is that when this happens, um, Satellites in space were able to catch what appears to be a large shadow around uh, Cape Adairi, or Adar, um, which, you know, has led to people believing that it's not necessarily ice that's shifted or falling, but instead something moving around. And you can imagine what conspiracy theorists can do with that. Megalodon. <laughs> yeah, have y'all watched the Meg? <laughs> the movie's ridiculous, but I love it. Maybe um, it's like a sea leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> um, or like a sea Nathan, just Who Nathan, knows, you know, out in the sea. Just Nathan with a paddle. Yeah. With a paddle, yeah. No it's kayak. Amazing that he actually got a splinter word. from his pa- from his paddle. He's just going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. We're still uncovering the ocean, and. Yeah, when I was looking this stuff up, I was reading about how, like, 95% of the ocean floor, um, no, that, for the surface area of the Earth, 95% of it is ocean floor, and, like, barely a percentage of that has been, um, investigated or, or recorded. Yeah, we've investigated more of the outer space than our own ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which it seems kind of weird, right? It's easier to keep pressure in than it is to keep all that water pressure out. <laughs> yeah, but people are like, uh, nope, I'd rather yeah. go up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the third sound that I put into the Discord, this one is called uh, Sweep? Sweeper? What is it? Uh, oh, sorry, Upsweep. So why don't we go ahead and give that a listen? That was an interesting sound. 
it's pretty it's like continuous compared to the other ones yeah yeah and catch this one this one happens uh seasonally or annually so same time every year the sound occurs um it's recorded throughout the pacific so it's not just at this one what um, the hell? marine facility and uh like... sorry go ahead it's almost like there's like a radio tower down there that's just transmitting a signal <laughs> right yeah um again but this sound is actually sped up 20 times um but this one is believed to be volcanic activity uh underground volcanoes mm. which is why they're it's annual it's like this same volcanoes erupting around the same time every year there's a um, ton of you know the, the pacific has got the ring of fire as part of it so that would make sense that there's a lot of tectonic activity there but it's a very unsettling noise that it's making the fourth or the the third one that i post in discord uh which is actually going to be the fourth sound i shared to you um is something else uh that you like you guys might have heard of this before have you any of you heard of the 52 hertz whale yes andrew have you i not no so the 52 hertz whale is um also called the loneliest whale because it's the only whale out there that seems to be um, calling out for a mate at 52 hertz. Most other whales uh, or like send out signals that are about like 12 to 40 hertz. And it's been doing this for years and years and years. Oh, nobody is, can hear it? Yeah, well, people can hear it. They just don't recognize it as one of their own, you know? That poor whale. That's so sad. Yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> or yeah. maybe that whale knows something the other whales don't know. <laughs> There's a scarier, bigger creature deep in the ocean that he can communicate to at 52 hertz. Dun, dun, dun. It's planning world domination. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it's ascended. You know, it's like this is the first whale to ascend. To, to 52 hertz yeah he set the example raising the bar for everyone else come on you guys can get to 52 too you just got to keep practicing <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's uh those are my weird mysterious ocean sounds and um i think i'd like to ask you guys uh what's what's going on in the ocean what's happening <laughs> i don't know if that's a a thing we'll ever solve but it is kind of funny because I posted that article the other day about the ocean in the Discord about how they threw alligator carcasses at the bottom yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And they I discovered a new, <laughs> a new bone-eating creature. Mm -hmm. Also, such a weird thing to do, right? It's like, ah, let's, just, let's just throw some alligators down there. Well, there are, like, entire ecosystems that pop up just waiting for a carcass to hit the ocean floor. Like, it's called sure. a whale fall. And when a whale mm -hmm. dies and ends in the bottom of the ocean, it creates this, like, whole ecosystem for the other animals that live down there. And then I, I've heard of the bone-eating worms before that hit um, whale falls. I didn't know there was a new mm -hmm. bone-eating creature. Yeah, it's it's amazing how 
large the ocean floor is so like to even see anything you just have to bait it with food and then just kind of wait an incredibly long time yeah. for them to come please show up yeah i mean i mean to answer your question though about what's going on in the ocean yeah. i'm i'm starting to think that radio sales are off the charts down there um, <laughs> they all seem to be broadcasting radio signals and stuff so i think the cb radio market's pretty big uh handheld mm-hmm. like two-way radio maybe walkie-talkie type systems are big so you know if you're an emerging company looking for <laughs> some open markets to sell your radio technology the bottom of the ocean might be you know yeah the place to be that one annual semi-annual sound that there was just the semi-annual music festival (laughs) 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 yes absolutely welcome to up sweet fest (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's that's my topic well, well, thanks, thanks for, for freaking us out. Yeah. Have fun. Okay. Have fun with your nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun with your nightmares. Hearing those noises in my dreams, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a dream about no one being able to communicate me because I'm on a different hertz level. <laughs> strange question for you guys and here it is what does a dinosaur skull a pygmy head two european castles and 150 million dollars have in common whoa Uh, okay hold up can you go through that list one more time yeah yeah hit me with that list again (laughs) yes because i'll tell you i just need to hear it a dinosaur skull pygmy heads two european castles and 150 million dollars um, they're all things I don't have. That's a, okay. <laughs> That's factual. Some facts or, over here. Um, you're also uh, obviously describing the weirdest heist that's ever existed, where uh, two two dinosaurs and two neighboring castles um, went to sorry two dinosaurs and one castles uh, went to steal all the money out of another one and like indiana jones it had to swap them and apparently two pygmy heads weighed the same exact as uh 150 million dollars so they switched them real quick and got out of there if that were a movie castle if that were a movie who would be the leading actor um uh, what kind of dinosaur looks the closest to nicholas cage (laughs) (laughs) that's all i need that's actually all i need (laughs) One of because... the weird things is that he looks like all the dinosaurs. <laughs> Although, the very weird thing is this question has to do with Nicolas Cage. What? <laughs> Dude, I'm good. I'm so, good. well, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's why I asked that question. I I, you nailed it. Um, so, yeah, these are all things that Nicolas Cage has purchased. Well, not the $150 million, but these are all things he's purchased and lost most of his money off of in his career mm. um so yeah two, two uh, castles i have Did a little story for you two castles yeah i have a little story so obviously nicholas cage was huge still is mm. but for a while there he was a huge actor he's worth about 150 million dollars but 
that didn't last long after some of these eccentric purchases that he made. Um, here's a little list for some of them. He bought a nine-foot burial tomb. He bought an octopus. Uh, and after he bought the octopus, he got some criticism. And this is a direct quote. He said, what is an octopus? 80 bucks? You're not going to go into dire straits for buying an octopus. <laughs> uh, he also bought, obviously, like I said, shrunken pygmy heads. He bought a $150,000 Superman comic book and a $7 million, $70 million year old dinosaur skull, which he had to return to the Mongolian <laughs> government. So, yes, he paid $70 million to basically rent a dinosaur skull, because why Fuck not? Fuck up, dude. <laughs> what? He didn't ask for his money back after having to return it? Or was did, he? did he buy it from someone that stole it from the Mongolian government? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he bought it illegally. Yeah. But I it didn't go into that. I couldn't really find anything on that. It's probably hard to ask for a refund on that $70 million dinosaur skull. Exactly. <laughs> but other than all the weird oddities he purchased, he also purchased two castles. Um, the reason he purchased these is because he was very big into mythology and he wanted properties to align with what he had read so he bought them he bought two European castles that he never actually did anything with they just sat there never did anything with them so uh, a question popped up in my head right Um, how much property tax would a castle cost because I'm thinking of just castle upkeep in general probably a ton Right, that's what that's what I'm saying. So I, I did a, a tiny bit of research to look up the average amount of property taxes that a homeowner in the United States pays. And the average is about $2,300. So how much do the property taxes cost on a castle? <laughs> well, Cause it's he based spent on four, value. $14 million on one of them. Yeah, dude, that's got to be like a mil a year. Right? But also like he... 100000 at one point, he owned 15 residences across the world, including a deserted island in the Bahamas. So, he Dude, had stupid property taxes. What do you do when you have 15 taxes. houses? Because you can't <laughs> even spend one month in each house. There's more houses yeah. than there are months in the year. I know, right? What's the point? It's going to uh, be a day there, a day here, day over there. Come back over here tomorrow, because I'm going to be over there next. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, Nicholas Cage is doing just fine financially still. Uh, he said, despite all of his financial ruin after buying all this stuff, he has no regrets. Uh, he said, you have good investments and bad investments. And to him, good investments come from personal interest and just his honest enjoyment of history. So he didn't really care about the money. He just thought it was cool to have that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's kind of the way I felt about Xbox Game Pass. You know, I didn't didn't need that $5 a month it cost <laughs> to get it, and I got some cool stuff, but then ultimately it put me in financial ruin, and I had to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> uh, but you know what they say, uh, life isn't about the destination, it's about the Xbox games you get along the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... All I really have on this subject, I thought it was very interesting, but I do have a question, and mm-hmm. that is, if you guys were just stupid rich, like Nicolas Cage was, 
would there be anything weird or crazy that you would be tempted to buy? Like, do you think something you would want to buy would be considered weird or crazy to other people? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd buy all of the broadcasting stations under the ocean. Yeah, right. holding that ocean radio market. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> imagine oh, yeah. just it's just just imagine, right? It's it's a nice, beautiful day. The wind is gently blowing from the coast, and you decide, hey, I'm gonna go swim in the ocean. So you put on your little swimsuit, walk through the sand, jump in the ocean, and just like it's just jazz music right just you jump in and all you hear is jazz music and you're just like having a good time swinging underwater just living the life that's like that's like money dude that is money yeah Sweet jazz or you want to fill the ocean with sound <laughs> i want to fill the ocean with jazz how do you think <laughs> how do you think ocean creatures would retaliate to jazz <laughs> Did it retaliate you mean party Maybe our greatest gift to the ocean. <laughs> okay, well, hold on. Out of all the ocean creatures that we know of, what do you mm-hmm. think would hate jazz the most? Oh, I was going to say crabs, but it's definitely not crabs. No, oh, they love jazz. Not. Yeah, they love jazz. Um, it's got to be the spiny sea urchins. Yeah. Yeah, those are yeah. more like a black metal. Yeah, jazz is just of... too too generic too plain for them it's too mainstream if there's one creature that's just down and ready for some hair metal it's sea urchins yeah spiky sea urchins oh yeah (laughs) bringing it back to the 70s (laughs) i would definitely waste money on stuff that people would question i mean the first thing that came to mind was buy an ice rink and create an underground layer underneath it, like the animated Mighty Ducks television show, <laughs> where the center of the ice opens up and my rocket ship flies mm. out of it, or my flying car, or whatever, you know? Um, that's, that's Batman money, dude. Yeah. Flying Zamboni. Obviously, this requires a ton of money, but I want my own ice rink with a secret underground <laughs> layer. And I'm sure I would also spend money on like weird nostalgia stuff, like digivices and dude i'd have so many digivices yeah i was about to say that (laughs) yeah (laughs) like just all this nostalgic stuff uh like old comic books maybe and i don't know you could pokemon cards what was that one game you did a uh bid on for the show pox pox Pox. you could bring back pox dude i would i would create a game (laughs) studio to make pox probably if i had that kind of cash hell yeah what would you waste your money on? Uh, I would uh, go out there and get every Pokemon card ever made. Just Sorry, one of every Pokemon card or just every Pokemon yeah. card? <laughs> I mean, you gotta the catch them all. You gotta catch them all. <laughs> Open up the Pokemon card museum. You, have you ever seen the episode of SpongeBob SquarePants? Where um, SpongeBob puts jelly on a on a Krusty Krab burger, and it's super good. So Mr. Krabs like enslaves all of the jellyfish to to use them to make burgers. That's what I imagine you as. It's just Mr. Krabs just taking all the Pokemon and just hoarding them. <laughs> I mean, I'd open a museum, open it up to the public, maybe, and then I'd See, move to Digimon cards. 
maybe that'd be a better thing to use a bunch of money. I want to open a whole bunch of museums that that like have one very specific thing. Like you know how every <laughs> once in a while I see like a like a telephone museum. I want to do that. I want to do like the car rim museum and just have like car well, rims through the decades. Yeah. What I would do is I would get like a deserted island in the Bahamas, like Nicolas Cage had, and then just open up open up a museum island. You just charge like a one-time <laughs> fee, and you get to go to all the museums on the island. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that would be I cool. thought you could say you're gonna have yourself a music fest, and then have it fall through and serve people cheese on bread. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll call it a uh, fire fest. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be great. Fire ear fest. I thought you were gonna say I'm gonna buy an island and open a museum about the island. I'm like, you're gonna have trouble pulling people into that. I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> learn the history of this island I just bought. What's the history? <laughs> I bought it a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for paying your fifty bucks. See ya. <laughs> Sign the guest book, please. It needs some history. <laughs> Leave a five-star review and you get a free t-shirt. I do like the <laughs> idea of opening a museum. It'd be cool to open a museum for, like, stuff that, you know, people doesn't care, don't care about at all. Like, mm. you know how there'll be, like, famous families that have museums where you just, like, open a museum of, like, yeah. just old photos and trash that uh, random families have collected that nobody's ever heard of. Like, here's the Jane and John Johnson's family collection of knitted washcloths these are all the knitted washcloths everyone they've ever used that's what i would do except it'd be with the world game mixer discord museum (laughs) oh that would be great yeah (laughs) dust off the but anyways (laughs) that was my topic (laughs) hey man thanks for sharing yeah thanks for sharing nicholas cage is always a good topic it is. We've talked about him several times. All right. Today, I would like to share with you a game I like to call High Stakes Hollywood Part 2. Ooh, yay. If you remember, nice. we have played this game in the past. However, mm-hmm. the previous version of High Stakes Hollywood was based on movie production costs. And this mm-hmm. time, we'll be using IMDb ratings. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I like this. Um, so I again. I will give you the IMDb rating for one film, and you have to tell me if the next film has a higher or lower rating than the first one. Right, right. Uh, we're going to go back and forth providing answers between the two of you, and the first one to three correct answers wins the game. So do you have okay. any questions before we get in, or should we jump in? It, this is like Jordan answers a question, and then I compare the movie he did. If and he gets I... it right, that one will stay on the board for you to compare yeah. to the next okay. one. If he gets it wrong, you'll have a set of two new uh, movies to okay. compare to. Cool. Awesome. So um, to decide who goes first, oh. I would both like you to count the number of vegetables. It's different types of vegetables you've eaten in the last two days. So you have yesterday and today, or if you haven't eaten much today, you can go two days back. But number Our... of unique vegetables eaten in the last okay. two days are olives a vegetable yep. sure okay how about that's leafy probably greens? Fruit, but whatever yeah i'm gonna count all that stuff. okay gotcha how many plants have we eaten? gotcha yeah plants just let's go with plants do different types of olives count if they're different <laughs> t- plants of olives uh, then okay. yes okay kyle you win. have you only I eaten have... olives in the last two days <laughs> no no i haven't <laughs> i but i have eaten uh 
uh, Spanish Queen and uh, Kalamata Olives. Okay, that counts. You win. I, I'm at four. I I'm, could, at like, I'm at two. Okay. So. <laughs> so I go first. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You I never Kyle thought I'd first. win that kind of game. Thank you <laughs> for being a crappier eater than I am. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So here's your first movie comparison then, Kyle. I'm going to give you the rating for the first one. you got to tell me if the second one's mm-hmm. higher or lower. So the, gotcha. your first movie is Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2007, and it has a rating of 6.3 mm-hmm. in IMDb. Right. Does The Fate of the Furious from 2017 have a higher or lower rating in IMDb? Ooh, man, that's a... That's a heck of a question because those are movies that are beloved by a certain group of people. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Hated by like they don't do well critically, but do they not do paranormal activity level critically? I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go higher. Higher. And you are correct, but only yes. just yeah. barely. It's yeah. a six point three versus a six point seven for yeah, the Fate okay. of the Furious. So it was a close squeeze, but you Kyle's got one correct answer. All right, we're going to go to Jordan with the carryover movie of The Fate of the Furious from 2017 having a rating of 6.7. Does Super Size Me, the documentary from 2004, have a higher or lower IMDb rating? Mm, I feel like it has to be higher, but it might be a trick question because there's a lot of people that hated that because it exposed... A lot of stuff. And who made that? Who was that guy? Um, yeah, a lot of people don't like him either. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? I can't remember his name, but he's gone on to try to do other similar types of documentaries. Moore, but I don't think that's right. That documentary took off, though. So I'm going to say higher. All right. Jordan's going with higher, and he is correct. Again, Ooh. just barely. That's a 6.7 against a 7.2 for Super oh. Size Me. All right, so um, we're getting some good scores here. It's currently tied one to one, so we're gonna come with Super Size Me over to Kyle. Does that have a higher or lower rating than the original Shrek movie from two thousand one? Dude, that movie's gotta be an eight or a nine. So higher. <laughs> Shrek is higher. All right, Shrek That'll is be. higher, and you are right. It's actually yes. not quite an 8, though. It's uh, uh, 7.2 to 7.8 for Shrek. Okay. So pretty okay. close to an 8, though. Oof. This is where things are going to get maybe easier or harder, depending <laughs> on how much you know about this next one. But uh, Kyle's at two points. We're coming to Jordan. See if you can keep it tied and secure your second point here. Shrek from 2001 had a rating of 7.8. Does Justice League... The original cut from 2017 have a lower. higher or lower rating. Lower. <laughs> and you are correct. <laughs> it does have a lower rating. <laughs> uh, the rating for Justice League is 6.4. Not Honestly, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, but 6.4, yeah. not the best rating, obviously. But there were worse things said about that movie than a 6.4 rating, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, for three points, which is the winning point, but we're going to give Jordan a chance to mm-hmm. tie since yeah. it's so close here, um, if you do get it right. But Justice League 2017 has a 6.4. Does Pirates of the Caribbean Dead's Man, Dead Man's Chest from 2006 have a higher or lower rating? Higher. 
that your final answer? Yes. And you are correct. Yeah. It does. It has an eight. A really well, good yeah, rating for yeah. Dead Man's Chest. And I actually really liked that one, too. I think that was the first one with, um, what's his name? Yes. Um, Blackbeard? Dave, no, yeah, Davy Jones. Davy Jones, that's what I meant, yeah. yeah. Blackbeard, Blackbeard was, was in four. the fir- fourth. What, what, yeah. what, the Pirate Kings or whatever, yeah. Okay, so you've secured three points, which is what you need yes. to win, but you have to win convincingly. Um, and Jordan's right. got another round to go here. So, Jordan, we're, we're bringing you Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest from 2006 with a rating of 8. Does Superman Returns, from also from 2006, have a higher or lower rating? Lower. And you're correct. Lower. It's got a very low rating <laughs> yeah. of six, yeah. six even <laughs> for <laughs> Superman <laughs> Returns. 2006 you guys are so good at this you both secured <laughs> three points um so now we have to go until someone gets it wrong or well, we run out of recording can i, space can I suggest a, a tiebreaker decider give us one movie we'll both message you what we think the rating is and whoever's closest to the rating i like that idea. Wins. Yeah, uh, let's not do it message-wise, though. Let's have you write them down and then read them out. Honor system, don't change your okay. score. I trust you guys. Um, okay. yeah. But let's keep it. Um, yeah, sounds good. I like that tiebreaker. Okay, so um, hmm, let's see. Which movie do we want to do, though? That's the other question. All right, I've got it. And, and you guys are not Googling these, right? That's no, the other honor no, system. No. <laughs> okay. It would be the point of playing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll even write my answer on I trust camera. you guys. All right. So here's the movie. Please write down what you think the rating is, and then uh, I'm going to give you about, like, 30 seconds. Not even 30 seconds, but a couple of seconds to think about it and write it down. Um, so Uncut Gems from 2019. Ooh. What do you think the IMDb score for that is? Okay. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm good. All right, Jordan, do you have your answer? I'm good. All right, can you show a piece of paper? Okay, yeah. All right. All right, uh, Kyle, what did you say for your rating? I can't. This white balance is horrible. Eight, I brought it down 8.2. No Eight, way. 8.2? Yeah. I, I was going to say that, but I said 8.1. 8.1? All right. Our movie brains work exactly the, the same. The actual IMDb rating for Uncut Gems high. from 2019 was... Like... 7.5. Oh, <laughs> so Jordan wins by being the closest right 8.1. You. you did. You did. Yeah. That was close, though. I, I can't believe how close your guys' guesses were, actually. Yeah, yeah. Have either of you seen though, that movie? Fantastic movie. It was so good. It was really so good, good, yeah. Very Kept intense you. movie. It keeps you uh, at a high anxiety level the entire time. <laughs> um, My favorite thing. I've added Van for something Adam like that. Adam Sandler was absolutely incredible in it. Yeah, definitely one of his best performances. That was really good. I do yeah, have was... a qu- question to go along this game. Unless, Kyle, you got a thought on the game that you want to share. Just, uh, I do have some thoughts on the game, but I was just going to say when it, before we talked over each other, was um, it's surprising how well Adam Sandler can act when he just tries. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. like he's a he's a decent actor if, if he tries. Yeah, still stand or, by you know, rain he over makes me. A, he makes a Happy Madison movie like he has been in the past five years, and they're uh, yeah, and, and nobody's expecting him to try super hard on those. Yeah, besides, exactly. Um, the writing part, not so much the acting part, probably. True. I've said yeah, this true. before, but another serious role of his was Rain Over Me, which is also a very good movie. My fiance hates hates adam sandler but her favorite movie is the wedding singer so <laughs> that's so, one of my like... favorite movies too actually oh, really? i really oh, love okay. that movie i that has one of the best soundtracks also of any movie ever is, i don't yeah, know if you ever listened sure. to the soundtrack but it's really good angela um, saw that recently and she liked it the wedding singer is great it's yeah good. it was good yeah she finally mm-hmm. I, I finally sat down and watched it with her it's a good movie but anyway all right i do have a question to go along mm-hmm. with the game um so i wanted to know is there a movie that either you know or you suspect has a terrible imdb rating but you love it anyway oh starship troopers <laughs> i don't i don't know if that is but I, that's one of my favorite movies and it's just like a you know a, a b a b-roll film yeah that's a great movie i totally agree one of the that better sci-fi movies it's one of those it's probably i mean i think it's just because of my age but it's like the first Mm -hmm. good bad movie i remember watching yeah Yeah. i'm trying to think oh it's got a 7.2 that's pretty good (laughs) wow not bad not as bad as some of the other ones we've seen today i'm just checking some of my favorite movies now i know so am i because i know there's a couple of them but i can't think of joe dirt which is the greatest movie ever made um 6.0 out of 10 yeah i was gonna look up hot rod because that's a you know a guilty <laughs> pleasure movie of mine but yeah. i can't imagine it's got the best rating on that 7.8 actually it's a pretty wow. good rating I, my brain's stumping what do i always say is the second best movie ever made austin powers no i don't I say remember. in discord all the time oh you know what i looked up the wrong hot rod this 7.8 is for hot rod the movie <laughs> Joey Kemp enters uh, Demolition Derby and wins first place. And that's not the same movie that I was thinking of. Uh, I was going to say The Boondock Saints, but I'm pretty sure that has a good review. It's got it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, 7.8. Oh, Legion. Legion only has like a 5.3. I like Legion. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. I like that. That's probably the one I can think of right now. Yeah. Tiger's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. 6.8. That's not terrible. So looking up the correct hot rod uh, with Andy (laughs) Sandberg, and that's a 6.7, which makes more sense to me. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, That's a good question, though. Well, I just think that a lot of times... It's not so much the reviews or the rating that makes the movie. It's the experience. And there's been a lot of mm. bad movies that I've really enjoyed because I was watching them with the right people, you know? Uh, well, look so... at... Go ahead. Sorry. I was about to say, well, I mean, the perfect prime example of that is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. That's a great like, one. It's awful, but it's an experience. You it's know? definitely an experience. <laughs> Another one with a really good soundtrack. Yeah. But yeah, that's my uh, 
topic for today. Well, thanks for sharing. I always yeah, love those game shows. Of course. Dude, like, nothing on IMDb has below a six. Can you sort by worst reviewed? I wonder what the room has. Because I looked up... The room has 3.7. There there we go. go. I looked up Suicide Squad, which was pretty universally considered a bad film, which I I thought it was all right. It wasn't... You know, it it definitely had trouble, but I didn't think it was, like, a horrible movie. But it had a six on here, so... Oh, uh, hey, thoughts on this uh, new version of High Stakes Hollywood? I loved it. The... um, doing ratings versus budgets makes a little bit more sense you know because we have a little bit more gauge of like how good or bad a movie is which yeah. is why we did well but, yeah um, yeah that's why you got every answer right and when we were doing the production yeah, yeah. it's very much a guess right because you're like yeah. well it looked like that movie was expensive to make but then you realize like oh it's 90 percent cgi and they outsourced the cgi work yeah, and got it cheap yeah. and you're like oh okay never mind that's why it was so cheap to make yeah, I, 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 I can definitely tell you uh, what makes a good or bad movie, but I cannot tell you how much it, what makes it, would it cost to make movie. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also like this version. Cool. I like them both. I, I, the other one was good too, just because it was more of a guessing game, which this kind of is too. But like, we have more power over this, I think. <laughs> like Kyle said. Yeah, I'll have to maybe uh, scour the the movie titles a bit further and find some more obscure ones because i felt like they were all movies you guys knew really well you were like oh yeah, yeah. That movie sucks <laughs> for, for another round i uh, i would get on imdb and find movies that are close to each other that are like off by like 0.2 which you, you, you did but um we also it just happened to be in an order of all of ascending you know and it was just, <laughs> we kind of rolled the wave there yeah it would have mixed up if you guys had gotten one wrong along the way, but it was yeah. uh, the fact that you got them all right that kept it ascending. Well, that about wraps it up. Join us again next time where we do it all again. And remember, as Snoop Dogg says, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Goodbye! Thanks for listening, and keep an eye out for another episode of Today I Would Like to Share. Yeah, and make sure you look us up on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcast app of your choice. Once you find us and give us a listen, please leave us an honest review of what you think of the show. You can do so at Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Or send us an email at contact at blamoindustries.com. That's contact at blamoindustries.com.